Hello and welcome back to Movius Ministries Podcast. This is your friend Josiah. This is, let's see here, Season 8, Episode 7. You guys, uh, it has been a week, obviously, today. I have a journal for you guys and I have just been experiencing um, more deeper suffering, deeper refining, but once I keep enduring that and keep planting good seeds in my life, keep doing Galatians 6, 9, I continue to see that harvest of blessing that Galatians 6, 9 is. And I feel like we look at that verse and we think, we think, oh, that harvest of blessing, oh, it'll be this, it'll be that. No, God is vast and infinite in all his ways and he can he's going to bless you with whatever he has for you. He's infinite in all his ways. There's no end, there's no beginning. We don't realize that, you guys. I'm kind of on a roll here. Whew. Um so okay, today I have a journal for you. I have a bunch of stuff I'm going to share. I'm super glad that you're here. Again, yes, I know my episodes are repetitive. Get over it. Uh, You should go look at other episodes that I have. You should go look at other sermons I've done. Um, I just, it's like, grow in wisdom, dude. And don't be like, don't, don't seek after, it's not my wisdom, it's wisdom I've learned from God. My own wisdom is foolish. So... Okay, guys, let's open in prayer, and then I'm just going to jump. I just wrote down a bunch of topics uh, on my notepad here on my MacBook. What in the world? Whoa. Okay. Let's open in prayer, guys. God, I thank you so much that you do so much behind the scenes when we suffer. God, there's a reason why you tell us to trust you. It's not complicated. It's not a five-step process thing. God, David said, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. God, we trust you right now. Let our prayers be reverent and fervent to you, God. That you love us so much and that, Lord, we are in complete awe of that. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for how kind you've been. Thank you for how merciful you've been, God. This is who you are. Lord, please heal people that are listening to this. Help them to get idols out of their life. Deliver people of demons and devils, God. You are the only one who can do that. 
and you give us that power and authority through your son's blood to cast demons out and heal the sick and cast out lepers. God, you give us all those powers because you're infinite in all your ways. I pray that you'd help me to just say the right things. The things that I say would touch people's hearts. God, that the things I say would bring healing to my heart and healing to the person's heart listening to this. God, you'd convict them of any pride that they would have a fresh realization of the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So this week, you guys, I definitely, uh, one of the things that I really struggled with, um, oh my gosh, you know what? Son of a gun. I did not share the verse of the day. Um, good thing I wrote it down in my notes. Um, and I forgot to light my candle too. I bought a new candle and I like to light a candle uh, in the morning when I have breakfast and uh, watch stuff. So let me light this real quick. It just gives me so much more peace when I light a candle. I don't know what it is. I mean, God did come to Moses in a burning bush, so. <laughs> but uh, here we go. I'm sorry. Here we go. Um, This is the verse of the day today here on Movius Ministries. Ephesians 4, 2. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with one another, making allowance for each other's faults because of your, because of your love. Wow. Making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. That makes me think. That kind of makes me think like Paul might be talking how he says in Galatians 3, I think it is, to bear one another's burdens. That makes me think. So you guys, uh, I, I have uh, here on I have I have I have a couple revelations that I heard from the Holy Spirit this week that I'm going to share. Um, I'm going to share some of my struggles. I am going to go into a moment of confession of sin as well. Um, but please just be here just to uh, see that you're not alone and that the trials you're going through that you're not alone. That God is doing stuff in your life. He's trying to show you more things. Um, God's correction and God's um, reproof is not out of like religion or anything that your flesh might think it is it's his love just like romans 2 says it's his love it's his kindness that leads us to repentance so this week um i struggled with a lot of comparison with pastors i've listened to this week like francis chan joyce meyer and a very well-known pastor that my mom well not a well-known pastor he's a pastor that my mom used to uh, I go to his church. His name is Kevin Butcher. If you guys have not heard of this guy, he's got episodes on Spotify of his past sermons. You guys, this guy is incredible. If you like listening to podcasts, if you like growing in wisdom and seeking fresh insights and listening to sermons, go check out Kevin Butcher on Spotify. He's got so much good stuff. He's got incredible balance uh, in wisdom. He's just, oh my gosh. I can't say enough good things about him. He's just so amazing. Um, so I, I struggle with that a lot. And what I really kind of, in, in that context, I just like struggled with, like if I'm like, okay, I'm going to connect this with um, how I kind of struggled in comparison is like dealing with shame on not being perfect on here on my podcast, always trying to say the right things. And if I don't, then it's my fault. Just always thinking like, like, oh, Francis is doing better than me and he's preaching this stuff and I'm not. And it's just like, it's like when I don't push myself, then I beat myself up. And 
You guys, I just, I have felt this, like, this week, like, this deeper, like, newer intimacy of, like, this new connection with God of, like, I want to talk to you about these things, God, and I know that you're going to help me as I talk to you. It's been this radical change, and it has not been me changing myself. It's been me enduring suffering and trusting him that he's doing things behind the scenes in those moments, if that makes sense. Um... That's one thing I've struggled with. The next thing is uh, I have continued to worry about other people's lives as they follow Christ. Now, I do remember mentioning that my fr- I did talk to my friend Ryan about this, um, and I kind of self-sabotaged myself because I just kind of realized this today. My, my, I was hanging out with my friend Austin earlier, and she kind of, Holy Spirit really spoke through her. I don't, you know, I didn't share with her that, you know, Holy Spirit really did, but she said that, uh, like, she has, like, there's this problem where, like, where like people want to go to every single person's opinion and and whoever which whichever opinion you hear the most that one's right that's something i've been doing for a long long time i've continued to just like okay what do you say what do you say what do you say okay and which one feels right and how many of you guys have the same answer instead of just going to someone that i know that tends to be very wise and again maybe that's me going to the knowledge of uh the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of leaning on god's understanding and saying okay god this part of wisdom, where do I need to go? And I think this is where, like, I don't really know what I try to connect there. I'm sorry. I guess that that's just another struggle that I have. But, like, worrying about people's lives as they follow Christ. Um, I'll share this story. I was having my quiet time earlier in the week. And the Lord, I had this thought in my head to text a good friend of mine named Andreas. And um, he... I tried to uh, I, I did I tried to do my first uh, casting out a demon uh, out of him in about uh, th- about three maybe maybe about three weeks maybe three weeks or a month ago, and I, I didn't see anything manifest. But anyway, I, I anyway he came on back on my mind when I was having my quiet time uh, about three four days ago, and the Lord when I picked up my phone I was I was about to read my Bible. He said, "Don't get distracted," and he said, "I'm taking care of him." And I felt very settled. I felt very still in that moment. And um, and then I felt him say, I'm going to start to take care of uh, your fear over other people's lives in their relationship with me. So I think it just, and like, okay, so this is, this is what I wanted to share. Like, I'm like, I understand when, like I talked to my friend Ryan and how he said, I said that to him, how like, I'm so worried about people's lives and their relationship with Christ and he just showed me that verse in Second Corinthians where it says, um, where it says, sorry, my mind's kind of running, guys. Where it says, I, where Paul says in Second Corinthians five, I don't look after people after the flesh. Um, and I'm like, maybe that's kind of what I'm doing. Maybe I'm looking at them after the flesh. But then my dad sent me this picture. Um, let me see if I can find it. I think he texted it to me. Let me find it right here. So, some of you guys know uh, Ezekiel 36, where God says to the prophet Ezekiel about, uh, this is God talking about the new covenant that he's going to bring with Jesus. He doesn't mention Jesus, but this is the new covenant that he's going to bring. He says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. 
So there was a lady who posted on her Instagram story. My dad saw this and screenshot it and sent it to me. And that verse came up in Ezekiel 36. And then uh, the next slide after this verse on her Instagram story says, A heart of flesh is sensitive when it comes to sin and will grieve over its offenses against the Lord. A heart of stone, however, feels very little, if anything. If you guys remember a few, this was kind of a while ago, but I was talking about uh, how the Lord was maturing me through other people's sins. This is kind of something that the Lord connected here when I read this as well about maybe this is God like maturing me through other people's sins when they're not putting things into practice that they could be doing. Again, I don't know if that's a sin. I don't know if that's like wrong. But anyway, I read this and I thought, well, my heart is very sensitive when it comes to people that are that are grieving the Holy Spirit and offenses to the Lord when they're not putting things into practice that they could be growing in. Um, and... I felt like maybe it's a good thing that I'm feeling this. Maybe this is me bearing one another's burdens. And I just get all these like, maybe's this, maybe that. And um, I've definitely seen a huge change in talking to the Lord about that. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, but that's just been another thing I kind of struggle with again this week, guys. So uh, I've definitely struggled with, uh, I guess I'm, I'm going to go into my moment of, moment of confession of sin. So as I confess, please pray for me and restore me gently and let your motive be good as you do that as well. Um, uh, I, I had, again, I had some prideful thoughts over people just looking down on them. Um, and I hate having that. And I think it's the Lord just testing me saying, are you going to continue to grow in grace and not like those thoughts? Are you going to, uh, you know, like, just like have this heart of like, I don't want to do that. God, please help me to not do that. And then he's like, okay, that's good. I'm going to work. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use that. Um, not that he's, you know, okay. Now I got a million thoughts running through my head and I'm sick of that. Like the reason why I kind of do that is this fear of man of like, well, what are people going to say about me? And I hate that. Like the prophet Jeremiah, like I just, I've been watching some Francis Chan sermons. Like I talked about, you know, at the, the first point I made about how I've been watching Francis Chan and I've been comparing myself to him and um, how I'm like, he's out there and I'm not. And it's like, you know, it's just not my season yet. It's not my time. Just like Jesus said, when he was talking to Mary, he's like, it's not my time yet. It's, it's just not, I'm not in that season yet. Um, but, uh, I totally just lost my thought. I just kind of, I've, I've had those thoughts and it's bad. I just want to confess that. Um, um, I've definitely, uh, I've been looking at my impure language, my just swear words that I, you know, kind of use throughout the week. And I've just really been like looking at that and going like, okay, God, like I really want to work on this. I just, I I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. I just, I don't, I don't, I hate it. And that's him just changing my heart. He's just softening my heart. (sighs) So, um, you know, as I've confessed a lot on, you know, impure erotic thoughts, all I can say is I am seeing, and okay, so all I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of um, breakthrough and just like having those thoughts and just being able to find a lot of self-control and saying, no, I'm not having those thoughts. And not that I, I can't get comfortable with that. I have to be more aware that there are going to be heavier attacks Um, That's another thing you guys should kind of take with you is like, don't ever get comfortable of where you're at. That's when the enemy starts to attack. He goes, okay, he's comfortable. Now he's more vulnerable than before. And that's not me saying like, always be on edge and like, oh my gosh, no, 
Be aware that the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking those on who may he on who he may devour. Um, that's just saying, like you know, I'm growing, I'm seeing more self-control, but I'm going to be aware that the enemy is still seeking around, looking for someone to to devour. Um, okay, so I want to share my next thing. Some of you guys know about this woman that I recently met. Um, <laughs> oh, man. We're just friends right now, but I like her so much. I'm not going to mention her name. Uh, just, I'm not going to, I don't have to say why. I'm not, anyway. Um, but I just want to, okay, so. La today's Sunday, obviously. Last Sunday, last Sunday, last week, I went to church and her and I kind of took a break. And we just thought that it would be better for us to just kind of move on in life. And so I'm at church and we're worshiping and uh, I was supposed to get a matching tattoo with my brother. Again, my brother's in Michigan. He got a tattoo uh, that says life is grand. It's a quote from g -Eazy. Uh, now, I don't listen to G-Eazy, but I just was going to get the tattoo to say life is grand. I, I'm, you know, I just put it in a Christian perspective. But anyway, um, I was supposed to get that tattoo on Monday, the next day. Uh, this is last week. And uh, my brother was going to pay for it. I had the appointment all set and everything. The Lord, we're at church. And I, you know, with, at this point, her and I had not talked for... Uh, I think this was like two or three days at this point, and I was just really devastated, really enduring suffering and telling God, okay, there's something you're doing. This is bringing me closer to you. Thank you, God. I'm like really suffering. I'm grieving. This is terrible. I like her so much, but I've just got to trust you and just humble myself before you. Um, and the Lord spoke to me at that church, and I did tell her this. I did tell her this story the other day, but the Lord said, don't get that tattoo, and I will give her back to you. And he kind of put me on the spot. And time went by, and I, I, uh, I had my quiet time later that day, and I felt the Lord say to me, um, he said, why don't you look up if I've ever given anyone an ultimatum? Why don't you look it up and see if there's any Bible verses? Well, I looked it up, and the first thing, I, I found this huge article, and the one thing that I remember from the article is how many ultimatums did God give Pharaoh before he released the Israelites? He gave him 10, you guys, 10 ultimatums. And I thought, okay. Now, the reason why I think he said that was to say, let's, I want you to, I want you to know that it was me that spoke to you. Cause there definitely was, was this God? Was this the enemy? Was it this? Was it that? There was definitely some of that. So, um, anyway, I didn't get the tattoo. It was a big step of faith. There was a lot of fear. And the next day, she came back to me. I was playing basketball. She walked back up to me. We talked. And ever since then, we've been taking things slowly. And we've just been really good. Uh, we're hanging out a lot, but we're, we're, we're controlling the things we say, controlling the things we do to a certain degree. Um, and I'm just letting God lead us. I'm just, I'm feeling like God is really humbling me through this process. I feel like he's, um, helping me to, uh, cultivate more self-control. 
I really see that God, that's something God's definitely working on in self-control, in like lust, in like lustful erotic thoughts, um, like getting angry and being like no i have grown too much just like i've just it's 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 in a lot of different aspects i'm really grateful for it so things are going good if you guys could pray for us i'd really appreciate it um you know i i I had a friend of mine uh named kyle who's an incredible guy and loves the lord please pray for him guys i um kyle if you're listening to this please do not get offended as i say this but you guys i think kyle needs a lot of deliverance and we all do but uh, please just pray for Kyle. Please put him in your prayers. And let's just not be hearers of the word, but doers as well. Let's put our faith into practice. So, um, next point. Uh, I, uh, I I work at McDonald's and I, excuse me, I just had lunch with a friend and I had a Coke and a really good Reuben and fries. So, <laughs> uh, today's my cheat day. So, tomorrow I'm back to salads and water and vitamin water. So, I'm trying to lose weight, but actually, yeah, I think I said in my other uh, episode that I went down from a uh, waist 36 to a 34, so I'm going down, but I was a 38. It was really bad. I gained a lot of weight, and then I I got here to Bethel, and there was a um, basketball hoop right down the street, and I'm like, I'm just going to start playing basketball and just like burn a bunch of calories. I, I just play for an hour, and usually on average, burn about burn about 700 and 990 calories between the two. I just really work myself and... Uh, Anyway, so I work. I work at McDonald's, and um, I don't know. Uh, some of the times throughout the week, they've been having me go to different uh, locations, different McDonald's locations, because they're really short-staffed. And I swear, like I went to this other location on uh, I forget, but it was later on in the week. Um, I think it was Thursday night, and I come to this new location that I never worked at, and I just felt something super um demonic like there was just like this thing and i just prayed and put thing i put everything into practice that i could do to just like grow in that moment um and that's not me standing here like being prideful i'm just saying like you know and anyway i'm the reason i said that was because i have this fear of like other people saying oh well now you're being prideful like i'm sick and tired of that Oh, so, okay. McDonald's definitely brings a lot of emotional stress. It's just very, it's hard. And I can definitely see that it's, it's really taking me through God's refining fire because Wednesday night I went to work and I was taking orders and I was just getting irritated by every little thing people were doing. And I just came to the realization where I was like, I'm in God's refining fire right now. Everything's getting triggered, but he's getting rid of everything. That's his refining fire. That's what he does. I have that realization. I say it over myself, and and I go, um, I go to this church service uh, that night. It's like a soaking moment where there was prophecy and prayer and worship, and it was so good. And this guy came to me, my friend Josh, and he uh, he came to me, and I got a bunch of words um, from that. I'm not gonna share all the words because that's just personal, you guys, but. Um, one of the things that he said was you have been in God's refining fire today. And I'm like bawling at this point. Like, Oh my gosh, I knew it. Like, it's this thing where it's like having that thought is like, yeah. Okay. I'm glad that I at least have wisdom about it, but do I really feel secure? And that's where that doubt and insecurity comes in. But when you get a prophetic word from someone like that, Oh my gosh. I mean that, what, how, what's greater than that? 
I mean, it's God like bringing this like eternal security and it's so amazing. So um, I just want to share that. It was really good. So it just brings a lot of stress. I tried to go, I wanted to go be a car, a, a car salesman, but the hours just don't work with schooling and everything. So I'm like, you know what, God, maybe this is, maybe you just want me to stay here at McDonald's. So, oh, you know what? I want to say one other thing with the whole thing about how I went to church and the Lord was like, I'll give her back to you if you don't get that tattoo. Later that day, my car broke down and I thought maybe this is God saying, I'm breaking your car down to show you don't go get that tattoo. Even though I had friends that could have taken me, God's saying this should show you something. So that's another thing I thought about as well. But this week, you guys, I, I'm telling you, I, 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 I'm on another one of my, uh, 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 episodes, one of my other, um, journals, I've shared about how, uh, I went into this deep slumber with God and had this worship pl- song playing and I closed my eyes for like three minutes and then I opened my eyes and the Lord spoke to me and said, your ADD is gone. And I've definitely just this week, I've seen more healing in my ADHD. I've seen... Um, I've seen more healing, um, and I'm just so grateful for it, you guys. I just, I, it's so simple. There's not, there, I just, I, I hate with a passion those books that are like, here's a five-step pro, like, okay, this, that was, I shouldn't have said it that way. That was very condescending. I'm sorry. I got to control my tongue. The tongue is a rudder. Um, those books were just like, like four keys to hear God's voice or like five steps to do this. It's like, I just, that's not biblical. It's just simple, dude. It, I'm sorry. It just is. Just like what David says so simply. He's like, when I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. He's not like, I do this and then I do that. and blah, 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 blah. No, I trust you. But you won't be able to trust God if you feel secure in anything else in this world. If you think your money will save you, if you think your wisdom will save you, your friends, your job, the kind of car you drive, your pride. And I'm not I'm not saying that to shame you. I'm saying this is something God might be teaching you right now. And then you humble yourself before the Lord and he lifts you up. James 4.10, you go, okay, God, help me with this. And he's not, he's not looking for some big prayer with these big words. And no, Jesus was like these so-called prayer warriors in today's age. He's like, I, I, I'm a, I want nothing to do with them. He says that God looks at your heart. He goes, God knows what you need. So kind of went on there, but um, I've just seen a lot of healing in that. And I, I just endure the suffering, you guys. Seek fresh insights in your sufferings. Don't seek what you think you need to go say, God, where do I, what kind of sermon should I watch today? What book should I read in the Bible? And you hear so much. I, I like, I get it. Like I've had those moments where it's like, no, I don't believe God can speak to me through his word. Okay. Tell him that you really think that if you tell God that he's going to be mad. Yeah. God's going to be mad at you because you were being honest with him. If that's the case, then, um, I would question like how Jesus's relationship with the father was. Honestly, I would, I would then, I would then question, um, David, there's things that David said to God. I'm sure that are not recorded in the Bible. I'm sure of that. There has to be. (sighs) 
Another thing I want to talk about um, is I've been seeing the fear of the Lord in a different way. And here's how I've been seeing it. I've just been seeing it in the context of, and I said this on another one of my episodes uh, recently, is like, who am I to not believe what he says about me? That's pride. And that's where repentance needs to come more into play. Say, God, no, I'm going to humble myself because I am understanding the fear of the Lord that you say this about me. And who in the freaking world am I to not agree with what you say about me? Who am I? It's, it's been this like new fear of the Lord of like, I have no right to have any pride in disagreeing with what you say. And again, some of you guys might go, well, it might be insecurity. Like, okay, that's probably another part of it as well, of like why you're not agreeing with what he's saying. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, guys, where it's like, I, I don't want you to think like, like I don't want you to have those thoughts. And if you like have those thoughts of like, oh, Josiah's doing this, he's doing better than that. There's a season for everything, you guys. And God is sovereign and you're right where you need to be. I just want you to go take everything to God. Just get on your face. And if you feel like when you're on your face and you're like, God, I feel like I have to do all these other things that I have to do. Like, go and tell him that. My heart cries for people like that. Because I have those thoughts. I've had those thoughts too. So, you know, I shared this before uh, earlier here on today's episode. But I've definitely dealt with uh, some shame I'm not being perfect here on my podcast, uh, always trying to say the right things. And if I don't, then it's my fault. So um, a lot of that can come from a fear of man trying to be approved by man, which is just so freaking stupid. Um, and I get it because it's like we want people to like us. We do. We do care what people say about us. When people say, I don't care what people think, that's not true. If that's the case, then you wouldn't care about how many people like your Facebook page or um, you do care about what people think of you. If you if you didn't, then you'd fear God. Honestly. So this is, a, this, this is kind of a revelation I got from the Holy Spirit. Um, yesterday, I was reading John uh, 8 or 9. I've been studying the book of John. It's been so, so good. I, I did a, you know, I did my Proverbs study. Um, last month I read a proverb a day and, uh, I just thought like, man, I think I want to study the book of John and then just, you know, move on from there. But, um, yeah, I was writing whenever I read my Bible and have my quiet time, I have a notebook and I write notes down when I read my Bible and, um, just write stuff down and whether it's a prayer or whatever, it's just, it's really good. But anyway, I got a pen and I start writing. Um, and you know, sometimes when you write the ink's not coming out. And so at that point, you kind of, you know, give it a little bit more pressure and you wiggle it. You, you, you squit, you, what you, um, you start, you know, trying to get ink to come out of it. And the Holy Spirit, uh, gave me this analogy through that of trying to get the pen to write the ink. And he said, whenever it feels like there's a pressing and Brandon, if you're listening to this, I am going to mention how you really like that, um, new wine song. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of like give give that wisdom that you gave me i'm gonna pass it on here as well um but you guys he's like whenever you're being pressed there's things that are oozing out that's going to give you new growth 
So that makes sense. So like when I was trying to, when I when I had the pen and the ink wasn't coming out, I would, I would, I would scribble back and forth. And sometimes we feel like we're really being shaken by God and we're really in his refining fire and we feel this pressure. It's like God is molding us. Like, like Jeremiah talks about, he's the, he's the, um, uh, what do you, what do you call it? He's the potter and we're the clay and he's molding us the way he wants to. I might be quoting that scripture wrong. If I am, I'm sorry. I, but, um, it's like that when we feel pressure, it's, it's God oozing good things out of us. It's, it's like that new wine song in the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. I kind of got this in that analogy with that pen. And I literally like my jaw dropped open. I was like, holy crap, that is so good. Like, and I was like, I'm going to share, I'm going to share that on my podcast on Sunday. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense guys, but it just, it, it hit me and I'm taking it with me and I pray that you would too. So, uh, some other, this is my last point I got for you guys is, uh, I've definitely had some anxiety on preaching the right stuff in the future and what I've, uh, I'm going to share about what I've done about that this week. Um, I've had anxiety about like, God, what if I don't preach the right things in the future? Sometimes I have like these like pictures in my head of like talking and I just like, I get stuck and I lose my thought. And I, I mean, I've had those moments here on my podcast, but it's like, it's like this spirit of perfectionism. I guess God's trying to like work out of me and it's really uncomfortable. It's really, you know, when, when he kind of brings me into that moment of like, um, I didn't come out right. Um, I don't know. Just like. Probably, you know, kind of, it kind of, it probably kind of comes from the root of that comparison to other people that just preach the word really well. And, um, you know, our minds just sometimes like this is, this is, I got a bunch of bunny trails that could be going on right now, but, um, Anyway, um, so, sorry guys, my mind is just kind of, I've had some anxiety and there's just, and here's what I've done about it. Obviously I've prayed and just said, God, I have a lot of anxiety about that. And he's like, you're growing. There's things that you're going to learn today. They're going to help you. And I just keep, I just, the one thing I keep remembering is when he's like, Josiah, you've done so well at seeking those fresh insights. Like over the past two months, I've gotten two prophetic words um, from two different people and how they've told me the Lord loves your eagerness. And it just touches my heart. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like the fact that he actually sees that. Are you kidding me? I just, I go in awe before that, you guys. Like, oh my gosh. I'm undone. Like when I think about how he sees that. Oh. So I've I've just I've heard him say that keep seeking those fresh insights, keep seeking those fresh insights, Josiah, and you're gonna grow and keep humbling yourself before me, and I will lift you up. James four ten. And it's just like what Jesus says, where he goes, those who um, exalt themselves will be humbled, but those that humble themselves 
will be exalted. Oh, I love that so much. So yeah, that's my journal for you guys. And I have felt so much more peace. And, you know, if you want to learn how to find the peace of the Holy Spirit, go listen. I did a message on that. Um, let me just f try and find that real quick. Those words over here, how to trust God. Um... Mental health series. I think it was just before this. Nope, it wasn't. Um, hang on, guys. Oh, here it is. Season 3, Episode 2. Finding God's Peace. Season 3, Season three Episode 2. Please go check it out, you guys. Um, I shared some personal testimonies uh, on that about my own life and how I kind of got some revelations. But go check it out. Um, keep abiding in Jesus. If you're struggling with pornography, um, you know, there's a website called JesusCares.com. It's an incredible ministry. Go check it out when you're suffering. Go. It's such, every time I've gone on it, there's just, I think God really likes to move through that website that, you know, that, that JesusCares.com. It's so good. Get accountability. Go check out. Go find a Celebrate Recovery um, program nearby. Look up Celebrate Recovery, and it'll show you if there's a, a Celebrate Recovery program at a church nearby. Go check it out. I'm telling you guys, every moment the Lord gave me to do, to say go and do it, and I did it, I never, never regretted it. He does so much with your one yes so much so um yeah guys i just you've got to put your faith into action and if you feel like there's people in your lives that aren't doing the same uh you know paul did say that there's there's people that are there, there's lukewarm christians and there's he doesn't say exactly this way but he talks about there's certain christians that are just more on fire than other people and how they need to be separated from each other like, I mean, it's just like Jesus said. He said, I, I did not come to bring peace, but I came to bring a sword to separate son from father and daughter from mother. He's like, that's what, I didn't say that, you guys. Jesus did. He said that. And, um, I'm just, I don't know. I just, I, I, like, even, even like this week as well, I just was like, God, I wish I could have praised you in the storms that I, you know, have been in in the past. I wish I could have. And in those moments, I just felt, I really felt him comfort me. And I don't really know how to explain what that feels like, but just go experience it yourself. Go and be honest with God. Confess your sins to receive healing. Go listen to sermons. Every morning I wake up, I listen to a 15-minute thing by Joyce Meyer as I make my breakfast. Um, sometimes you're in seasons where you're just like not in a season of watching sermons. Some because like sometimes there's there's like you're in a big season, but oh well, actually never mind. Like there's certain seasons where you just do certain things. Like 
I look back in my life and there were times where like I just didn't listen to any sermons or grow in wisdom. God's like, you're just not at that time right now. And it's okay. Because the stuff that's in your life right now that I want you to grow in, grow in that. Because then you're going you're gonna to grow in it and then go into a new season. And the things that you learned in the past, you put into practice, you guys. And if you feel like it's hard for you to do that, then tell God. Say, I need strength to do these things, God. I want to... I want to live like a Christian. I want to live holy. I want to I want to do this and while having the right motive. So my heart just cries for people that are just like kind of like feeling like they're stuck. So let's just let's just pray, guys. God, I just pray that you'd please come tend to people who are just like heavy burdened and just down and depressed. God, deliver them of what they need. Help them to praise you in the trial and say, I trust you, God. You're working all things for good. I lift them up to you, God. Let them grow. Give them the strength they need. Change their hearts. Change them, God. I thank you that you're singing songs over them. Help us to not compare ourselves to other people, God. Please help us not do that. Help us not have a fear of man. Father, I pray that you would bring proud skeptics to repentance, God, please. That you're not looking for a religious performance, that you're looking for authentic relationship, God. That we would grow in wisdom, change our hearts to go the way you want us to go. You are coming back. You are coming back. You really are, God. Please just touch people's hearts, God. They please just come to you. We fear you, Father. We revere your name. And we love you so much. Thank you for the uncomfortability. Thank you for the stretching. There's things that you're doing, God. And we trust you. I am one with the Father, and the Father is with me. I am one with the Father, and the Father is with me. And I bow in reverence. In awe of how much you love me. In awe of everything you're doing in my life behind the scenes. Any heavy spiritual attack, God, that you give the person wisdom, what they need to know, and whatever whatever's going on, God, your will will be done through it. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. All right, you guys. Whew, sorry, I know that was a long journal. I'm recording here on 43 minutes, so um, thank you. So if you sticked around this long, thank you. If you haven't, thank you for listening. Anyway, um, I uh, yeah. Um, so this Tuesday, I have another Proverbs study. We're going to be getting into Proverbs six, which I've talked about. I'm incredibly excited for because there's a lot of stuff in there. There is a verse that I am going to be breaking down about. Um, uh, you know what? I'm actually kind of, kind of. I'm gonna hold on to that. So, um, go and be filled with the Holy Spirit, and just go and be honest with Him, and tell Him how you feel, and s- just pray. God, help me to be more honest with You. Help me to be more real with You. And it's like God has always been in control for you to come to that point and pray that. It's not that you missed it in the past. It's that you're at that point of praying that. So, wow. I need to hear that myself. That wow. I preached, wow, I needed to hear that. (laughs) Um, I have one more revelation I'm going to speak. I'm sorry, yesterday uh, at my friend's house, I had a poker night, and some of you guys know how uh, what what's recorded in Acts 2, where it talks about the out uh, the outpouring uh, of the Holy Spirit and how there's a prophecy in the Old Testament that uh, you know God uh, talks about. Anyway, um, I heard the Holy Spirit say, I don't move in things that are set up, but I like to show up on surprise. I like to move spontaneously. It makes us a little bit uncomfortable because we like to be in control. We like to control things because it makes us comfortable when God in every season of our lives continues to call us out of his comfort zone so that we can trust him more. Because if, if he doesn't call us out of our comfort zones, then, I mean, it's it's the opposite of what I just said. There's no reason to trust him then. Well, I guess that's not true. It's like, just makes it more fun to trust him. And it feels really good, too. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's journal on Movius Ministries. This is your friend Josiah. God bless you. <laughs>